Welcome to the Regular Guys Random Things Weekly Podcast. Thanks again for listening to these regular guys talk about the most random things. So sit back and relax while they get started. Hey everyone, we're back again here at the RGRT Podcast. I'm your host Scott, I'm here with John. Yo. And Dustin. Hello. I need to come up with a better intro. What? I always feel like I'm like, I gotta say something witty for my intro, and then I always hello, and I'm like, that was so sucky. <laughs> that was like <lame. laughs> I suck. You do suck. You need Thanks. better. Do better. Although I'm always the same too. What about you, John? You like your intro? Yeah, I like yo. What's up? Oh, now you're adding the what's up. It depends. Just sometimes. Yeah. Hey, I should change mine to hey girl, hey there girl, hey girl. There you go. <laughs> Who are you referring to, John? Yep. Do I say that? No, I just, when I'm saying, oh, you'd hey, be addressing girl, me. I'm addressing you. Don't misgender me. Or I could say, hey, girls. I'll be talking there to both you of you guys. Uh, that takes us both in. That's funny. Uh, John, what you been up to? Uh, why did you pick on me first? Because you were about ready to take a drink and I wanted <laughs> <laughs> to catch you in mid drink. You definitely did. Uh, I, um, I didn't clean my fish tank, so it's pretty it's pretty algae. Gross. It's not gross, it's just not pleasant to look at. And so like the definition of gross to me. Hence another reason why I won't own a fish tank. Yeah, I mean if I didn't run the uh plant growing light as long, I probably wouldn't have to fight as much algae. But whatever. Don't you have fish that clean the tank for you? Two of them. Placostomies or whatever they're called. Placostomus. Placostomus. Placostomi. See, <laughs> my problem with the fish tank is that's all that would be in the fish tank. I would have 50 of those cleaners and then that's it. Nothing else. That's funny. So you can do that, but you just have to feed them because, and you'd still have to clean the tank. If what good are they? Well, yeah, if you have to clean the tank anyway, why even have them? So they mow the lawn. They don't they don't uproot the lawn. So they they knock down the height, but the, it's not gone from the wall. You still have to scrape it and stuff. You I still know, have to change the water. You still have to suck up the I know what ground. would solve your algae problem. Chlorine. Yeah, yeah it would. Lots of it. You'd kill all the bacteria in the tank and kill them with fish too. Just go get some uh at the hot tub store, they have some like anti-algae and some chlorine tablets, uh-huh. bromine tablets. Just drop them in. You'd be good. Yeah. I wouldn't have any fish, though. Wouldn't have to clean the tank, either. I certainly wouldn't. Maybe you could just get rubber fish. <laughs> yeah, just get some of those little battery <laughs> ones that swim around. Or the app, <laughs> where they have the fish in the app, and you touch them. Yeah, just put a monitor on the back on the back of your fish tank, and then you can look at it. Weird side note is that my my newborn really likes to sit in front of the fish. She doesn't even look at them. She just sits in front of them. And if you sit there, she's usually pretty happy. Maybe it's the glowing mm-hmm. light from your tank. Could be. Yeah, it's just weird. Maybe if you take her out of the dungeon, let her, let her out of that locked closet every once in a while and take Dude, her outside. I'll tell you right now, when, when the summer comes, she's going to be like, what is that glowing orb? <laughs> it burns. That's what I feel like right now. <laughs> Yeah, are we done with winter yet? We're getting there. Not fast Just enough. Did you guys have snow this morning? I yeah, did. I did. Stupid snow. So I have my thug ride, which you guys are both familiar with. And I wouldn't call it thug. It's pretty thugging, I would say. It's got stickers on it, Dustin. Uh, I would <laughs> say since you added the stickers, that's yeah. up the thug factor quite a bit. <laughs> exactly. So your uh what is it? Cl- clown bike. Rage against the virtual machines. Your sticker. Little, that was one of them. Your circus bicycle. Dude, when I put my ski jacket on and I'm sitting on that thing, it's such a fat man in a little suit situation. <laughs> it's I, I'm probably four feet wide and then have these two tiny little, you know, wheels underneath me. So it's got to be pretty amusing for the old bystander. But uh, anyway. How many clowns do you think you could fit <clears throat> on that at the same time? At least four. 
Well, you should put some pegs on it yeah. so you can give a buddy ride. Right. It depends on how heavy the clowns are, though. I mean, <laughs> I'm already pushing the max weight for that thing. So, um, so four smaller clowns. Yes, four okay. smaller clowns. But when I came out this morning, I didn't think it had snowed. Um, light was coming through my window, so I figured the sun was out and we didn't get any drama last night. And so I was kind of surprised to see it there. And every time I ride in the snow, I say a little prayer because I could so easily just eat it. And I'm not going that fast. It's only 15 miles an hour, but it would still suck. So I got on today and I looked for all of the places where it had unadulterated fresh snow. Because if it's adulterated, it's more slick, or at least possibly. So I hope the friction of the fresh snow keep me from and did it work eating it well i'm here aren't i suckers mm-hmm. yeah you made it yeah so any close calls yet have you i did yesterday almost wiped out i did yesterday and the weird thing was was <clears throat> so i was going on the sidewalk over by the wj park and it had been mostly cleared but there's a little drift onto the sidewalk and I don't remember exactly why I wasn't paying enough attention, but I wasn't. I can guess. And I clipped because I know why you go to the park. What? Are you, you chasing out me? I don't know. Am I? You can out yourself. <laughs> I'll out him. Pokemon Go. <laughs> 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 the, the last guy playing Pokemon Go. I can't remember <laughs> if I was checking my phone or not. I don't think I was because I had two hands on my handlebar when I about ate it. But don't you have a little phone holder for your handlebar? I do, but it's, I don't think my phone was a problem. I genuinely can't remember why I encountered this problem, but I kind of drifted too close to the snow, and it, it crested over, and so I hit it, and it like knocked my handlebars, and I had to basically run, which would have been funny to see from behind, I'm sure, and it hurt my knee. No, well, you get so, to join the club, huh? <clears throat> yeah, I did not uh, biff. But John's getting knee surgery in six months. Oh, I hope not, man. That would suck. That's what happened to me last spring. I fell. Was a fall that didn't even seem like, you know, it shouldn't have hurt anybody, but took me out. Had to have my knee done. Not totally replaced, but had to have surgery done. Seems on. like a design flaw. You'd think, huh? <laughs> it's pretty fragile. So you almost biffed it, but didn't. Yeah. That's my only almost biff, too. Uh, uh, everything else has been pretty great. In fact, the closest to an almost biff that I've had is cars, really. I mean, crazy cars that aren't paying attention. But nothing with the malfunction of the vehicle, which is pretty great, considering I know some other people who have electric vehicles, uh, some with one wheel, some with four wheels, that have uh, eaten it pretty hard because of one reason or another, a rock or or they lost power or whatever. But with my mm-hmm. bike, I've not had any of those issues. But did you catch any good Pokemon? Uh, no, I don't think so. Oh, speaking of not having any issues, I was waiting for the <coughs> train. And this guy was like, dude, sweet bike. And I was like, thanks. And he's like, is that electric? Or no, he's like, does that have a motor? I was like, yeah. Is it electric? Yeah. It's electric. Sweet. Boogie, woogie, woogie. And, and, right, and right as he's I'm saying all this, tested. he's trying to cross in front of the train that's trying to move. And so the, he was and pretty the, high. And the train's and honking that's why at him. You thought your bike was sweet. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to be high to think my bike is sweet, but he oh. probably was. It was interesting. Never a dull moment. Did he get hit? No, the train honked at him, and he was like, they they wave at the conductors like, what are you honking at me for? And I'm like, the conductor treats uh, those people different than I'm treated. When I skirted across the tracks and the train was coming, but it was pretty far out, I had plenty of time, he honked at me and like slowed the train down and like tried to look at me, you know, and really shame me good. But he, this guy, he didn't do jack. Re- remember, remember when you were a kid, what was like the very first thing that everyone taught you? 
Look both ways before you cross the road, right? Beat the train. That sure. rule is gone. I'm a pedestrian. I <laughs> rule. Everyone yield to me. And I get that. But, like, you still need to look both ways. Like, I hate, especially being downtown, people just step out in front of you. And they it, totally it's like, do. You know, and I've, I've slammed on my brakes to not hit somebody who stepped out between two cars over here on the on this road. Yeah, where, and they'll flip you off and on their way like, through. They're freaking out. And I'm like, first off, you're <laughs> not at the crosswalk. Second off, I couldn't see you come in between those two cars, and I'm traveling at a rate of speed. Like, I, I hate that, that people just think pedestrians rule. And we've lost well, that rule of look both ways before we cross any type of intersection or street. Because pedestrians have the right of way. They're not accountable for their stupidity. Oh, they're right? accountable when they end up dead or in the hospital. True, but but not legally. And so okay, I feel like sure, pedestrians... They, they aren't legally accountable. I feel like pedestrians always having the legal right-of-way is... Well, no, a little they don't always have the legal right-of-way. They have rules they have to follow, too. People just assume that they are pedestrians that have legal right-of-way. If you are traveling down a street and someone steps out in front of you at a non-intersect or non-crosswalk and you hit them... You're not going to be cited because they That's basically called. jaywalked. Jaywalking. Well, I agree with you ultimately that pedestrians are straight crazy. And it doesn't matter who has the right of way when you're a mouse and an elephant is about to step on you. You know. Did I tell you guys about the time I almost killed Kyle Corver? Who's Kyle Corver? Do you know who Kyle Corver is? I do. He's a basketball player for the Utah Jazz. Yeah. Recently returned to the Utah Jazz. Just wow. recently returned to the Utah Jazz. So I was driving down uh, a street downtown that's very narrow and it has cars parked on both sides. Must have been 3rd South over here. Can't yeah. remember. What? Well, you weren't there. How can you remember? But it's, I think it's 3rd South. No, you know how they have the street. cars parked in the middle and on the side, right? Yeah. And it's very narrow. Mm-hmm. And so here I am driving down 3rd South one day, and uh, who steps right into the middle of the road from behind a big SUV, and I could not see him coming at all? Kyle Corver. Was it the real Kyle Corver? It was Kyle Corver. Did you say, hey, can I have your autograph? No. (laughs) Uh, I almost ran him over, though. And I probably would have, but he stepped back out of the way because I would not have. I slammed on my brakes, and I still wouldn't have stopped in time. But, yeah, I almost killed him. You almost sent the jazz season to a tank. This was like when he was here previously, not not recently, but when we yeah. really relied on Kyle Gorver yeah. <laughs> before we got rid of him. <laughs> so, did he flip you off? No, he actually waved to me and like it was his fault. And oh. I said, "Yeah, that's your fault, buddy. Stay out of the street." Did when he waved, did he give you like the three point, like he the, the basketball shoot? Cool. No, he didn't. But <laughs> that yeah, would have been cool. I should have stopped though and said, "Hey, you owe me jazz tickets or something like that." I saved your life. Give me some tickets. He's so, a he's a big video game player. Is he? Yeah. Does he have a Twitch? What does he play? I don't I don't know. I think he's an Xbox platform though. Hmm. Good for him. Yeah. So is um Ice Tea? Ice Cube? Vanilla Ice? Which one is it? Vanilla Ice? Oh, I can't remember. Ice Cube. About a ice Cube is the younger of the two. Ice T is the old guy that was now turned into an actor. I can't imagine he'd be playing Xbox. No, the, one of them showed that they had a 650-level Destiny character, and they posted it. Wow. It's got to be Ice Cube would be my guess, not Ice-T. Ice-T is old. He's an old guy. I think that's, it was Ice-T. That's pretty funny. Are you looking? Yeah. What rapper plays Destiny? <laughs> Comes up with like 70 they all play. <laughs> <laughs> and they're talking about, oh, man. All voice. <laughs> Let me type it in. What? Ask Siri. No way. I want to see what she says. She's the worst. All right, fine. Hey, Siri. What rapper plays Destiny 2 like a thug? Ice-T. See, I told you it was Ice-T. Ice-T plays Destiny 2. That's funny because he's old. He's not that old. Older than us. Is he? Yeah. Ask how old he is. Yeah, he's got a six... 650 level Titan, baby. Yeah, it is a Titan. I asked That's funny. I asked Siri what rapper plays Ice T. What rapper plays uh, Destiny 2 like Ice a thug and she's like um I'll search the web for what rappers play Destiny 2 like a bag. <laughs> so just, He's 61 you, years old. 61. See? He's old. Wow. Dang. He's even older than you, grandpa. 
<laughs> that gives me hope that at 61 I can still have a, 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 a destiny. A fully, a full light character. level. Right. And I still won't have a full, <laughs> at 61 I still won't have a full light level. Are you at six yet? No. no. I haven't played forever. Are you in the fives? Yeah. 521 or something like that. You're getting uh, outplayed by a thuggish raptor or rapper that's uh, getting schooled by a good old iced tea. <laughs> a wiggy, wiggy, wiggy. <laughs> uh, he was in uh, what? What was that? He was in that cop show. What was it? Is it Men in Black? No, dumb <laughs> cop show. <laughs> I watched it. It was like NCSI or one no. of those. There's a million of them. I watched it right. one time and I was like, oh my God. And he, I don't think he's a good actor. I'm like, uh, uh, I'm not going to do this. It's Special Victims Unit, but it's... Uh, SVU. Yeah, something. something SVU. Law and Order. I think it's Law and Order. Yeah. Law and Order SVU, that's what it is. Well, so, since we're there. on the phone already, let's pull up good old IMDb and uh, we'll check it out. I... What do you like to drink in the summer, Alex, for 200? Uh, I used to like the way IMDb was before. It's not very good now. I don't like the app. Yeah, I don't like the app either. Website's a lot better. I don't know. Let's continue on and all. Yeah. When I find Law it order all. SVU, I'm pretty sure that's what it is. So... Good for him. It is Law Law and Order SVU. Any other famous people play Destiny that you know about? That I know about? Maybe me. D-Money plays. D-Money. D-Money, that's me. That's hilarious. (laughs) That's your rap (laughs) name? If I'm a rapper, I'm going to be D-Money. D-Money, nice. D-Money. Or (laughs) (laughs) D-Hole. Yeah, that's a good one. You should go with that. Or D-Head. Oh, you got them just rolling <laughs> off now. Destiny head? D-bag. <laughs> Destiny bag? Nice. Uh, that's funny. What'd yeah. you do, Scott? You don't get to ask me. I do, too. No. You're not the boss. We're going to Destin. Destin, what'd you do? Um, I've actually been pretty boring. I've been doing stuff for my kids, so it's it was Sweethearts, uh, Valentine's Day. Oh, I know um, what I have to ask you. You know what I did? For my wife for Valentine's Day. We haven't recorded since Valentine's Day, you right? You talk about it on the cast? Yeah. Dang. Have we rec- we haven't recorded since Valentine's Day, right? We I don't recorded, think so. We recorded on Valentine's oh, Day. Oh, no, we did record day. after, but it was short. Oh, yeah, that's right. But we didn't talk about Valentine's Day. No, nah, we didn't. So I, uh, I went to the store and I bought uh, those fake rose petals. I bought like five bags of those rose petals. And then I bought um, Whoa. those paper hearts. Where's this going? Like... 40 of those paper hearts and then whispers like all kinds of Valentine's decoration. And then my wife was at work that night uh, on Valentine's Day. So Abby and I went to her work and we are Acadia has smart keys, you know. And so I couldn't find the other smart key, but I have just a regular dumb key. And I was like, I wasn't thinking. I just grabbed that dumb key and I was like, I just get in there. So we go to the parking lot. We have all this stuff. I open up my wife's car and the alarm starts going off. And so then everybody's face is against the window at the dance studio, you know, like, oh, what's going on? So Abby and I run off and my Sid's in there and her friends and they're like, oh, Abby's out there in the car. And so I'm like trying to give him the signal to shut up, you know. Erica just reaches in her bag and clicks the remote so she doesn't do anything. So we walk around that the others. <laughs> We walk around the other side of the dance studio and the kids, they're in between classes, but they're in the studio. So I see Sid there. So I'm like trying to get Sid to come to the window and she has her phone hooked up to the stereo system because they're playing music. And so it's not a phone, it's an iPod. So when you text her, it was like, well, yeah, so we're trying to do a hangouts with her (laughs) so we could do a voice call because she can't hear us through the window. So it's ringing on the sound system. So we finally get her to come over. And so I'm like, put us on speakerphone. So she puts on speakerphone. And I said, okay, here's the deal. Grace, which is one of her friends. Grace, you go into the bathroom and spend a couple minutes in there. And then come out and tell Erica there's something wrong with the toilet. When mom gets up from the desk in the office and goes to the bathroom, Sid, you go in and unlock her car. So 
this whole thing goes down, you know? So they get the Dang. car unlocked. It's like Mission Impossible over here. <laughs> so they get the car unlocked, and then the kids go to the door in the windows, and they got their face plastered. I'm like, oh, my gosh. So I'm, like, trying to flag them off. And then they come outside, and I'm like, go back inside and go do your thing. Just stay away from us. So Abby and I, we decorated Erica's car, the whole inside. We heart attacked her. And then we had written funny sayings on all of the hearts. We taped those up, and then we spread uh, the rose petals all over inside the car. So when she got done with work, she came out. But she didn't know. I mean, she knew something was going down, but she didn't know what we had done. And you couldn't really see from inside. And so we locked the car back up and and got it all done. It was fun. Did you use your uh, field camera? What is that thing called again? Your game cam? Yeah, in the car to see a reaction? No, I didn't. I should have done something. I should have put a camera in there and recorded her. Well, Hannah Hannah kind of figured out what was going on because Sid told her, and so Hannah had recorded it as they walked out and then got into the car. But... Like, they had to take all the stuff down. But then she didn't clean her car out. So it was like that until, like, <laughs> Monday. Like, they just barely cleaned it out. So she's driving around with all these hearts all over her car and rose petals everywhere. She probably it liked pretty it. pretty funny. Was that the only place you put the rose petals? Whoa. It was the only place I put the rose petals. <laughs> there wasn't a, a string of rose petals leading to any certain locations or anything like there that? There wasn't. No. <laughs> just in the car. Bean, 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 bean. <laughs> I can only be so romantic nowadays. I've been married for 20 years. <laughs> That's crazy. But all my my kids are doing the whole, you know, they did sweetheart's dance over the weekend. And then this weekend they all got asked to prom. And so it's just been crazy at my house. Abby did the science fair. So, yeah, I heard that she went on to district. Yeah, she went to district. That's tonight. So And what? And she did something with strawberries. (laughs) Yeah, which was kind of funny. She had no desire to do the science fair. She was just like, eh, I don't want to do it. And so... I helped her get it. Like she waited till almost the last minute. So she wanted to extract DNA from strawberries and she, she just wanted to do it. But then they said, well, no, you have to have, you know, there's gotta be some kind of challenge or, you know, you gotta, you gotta you have, have, to a, have a hypothesis, a hypothesis right? and a theory and blah, blah, blah. So she's like, well, I'll just do DNA extraction from compare unripe strawberries to ripe strawberries to see which one I can extract more DNA from. So that ends up what her thing was. So then they have to do a trifold poster, blah, blah, blah. And she prints off all these pictures and starts gluing. She's got the poster done. And I'm like, why don't you put colored posters, pictures on that poster? And she's like, ah, Dad, I just don't really care. Uh. So I was like, <laughs> she did a good job. But, I mean, she just she did the bare minimum, which right. but, but was enough. I mean, she did a really good job. And then <laughs> Erica goes to parent-teacher conference, and her science teacher's like, hey, did you tell your mom and dad you're moving on to district with your science project? And she's like... No. And then he's like, yeah, it'll be cool. If you go past district, then you'll go to state and it's a two day event and you get to go bowling. And then now she's like, oh, oh, well, now bowling. I'm interested. <laughs> <laughs> so last night she brought her poster home and she's revamped the whole thing. She put new pictures on it. They're all color and she colored in her bar graphs and everything. And so she's, she did a little more work for it. So districts tonight, we'll see what happens, but. It was fun. How do you get DNA out of a strawberry? You crush up a strawberry, and then you strain off all of the liquid, um, and you leave the pulp. So you're you're just so you got to put it through a coffee filter, and then you take that and you put it in. You put rubbing. Uh, gosh, I can't remember the order. Basically, you you take strawberry juice. You you add a catalyst, which is like a soap. So she used dish soap and it makes it all kind of soapy. And then you strain that all off into the, into the a dish and then you add rubbing alcohol and then you start to stir and the DNA separates into this white stringy. It looks like strawberry boogers, but like it doesn't, you, you can't see it before, but when you start adding the alcohol and you start stirring it, then it starts, it, it looks like, I don't know. It's it's funny. But <laughs> I'll tell you guys after what it looks like. I don't want to tell you on White the podcast. stringy stuff. <laughs> it looks like a poached egg. Kind of, yep. Okay. <laughs> Let's move on to what you do, Scott. <laughs> uh, so we, we had Monday off, right? Mm-hmm. And so I decided, hey, I've got a day off. I don't have anything really planned. So I decided I was going to smoke something. Oh, I thought. You're gonna say I was gonna sit naked in the hot tub. 
If I had a hot tub, I would have done that too. If Dustin came over? Yep. <laughs> if Dustin came over. What'd you smoke? You smoke a bowl? Smoked a bowl of coleslaw. Did you really? Mm, no, coleslaw. I, <laughs> I love coleslaw though. <laughs> but so I did some ribs and uh, they turned out really well. But yeah, I love this ugly drum smoker. I, I don't know if I'm not doing something right or what's going on, but I cannot keep that temperature up in that thing. It just when it's cold out outside. It's hard. It's, it, even my smoker is hard to keep the temperature up. It was pretty. It was like 20 degrees, but I could not keep the the temperature. So I let it sit out there. The smoke was really good. I could, you know, it was that nice clear blue smoke. So I let it sit in the smoke, but the temperature was only about 160. Is about what I could keep it at. Should have throw it in the oven after them. So I let it stay out in the smoke for a couple hours and brought it in and threw it in the oven and and pretty much finished actually cooked it in the oven after I let it sit in the smoke and it actually turned out really well. It was nice. It was tasty. So you know, like the pellet grills, triggering yeah. that. Like mm-hmm. they sell an insulated blanket that you can put on top. Uh, a lot of guys will go just to like Harbor Freight. They have those moving blankets. Yeah. They'll buy those cheap moving blankets, and then they'll insulate the outside of their the ugly drum. That's what I need to do, something like that. Cause, yeah, what keeps it, us from catching on fire? They, it's, it doesn't get that hot. Mm. The outside doesn't get that hot. I've never had it to the point where I couldn't touch it. Mm. So It's not that hot unless somebody points a torch at your face? Yeah, unless someone blow weed burns me and... <laughs> Even mine in the winter time, like I have to build a raging fire. Like yeah. it's it's hard to keep warm. So I, you know they have that Facebook group, and I see these people talking. Oh, minus twenty degrees, and I kept it at two twenty five for six hours straight. And I'm thinking, well, you're doing something different. Got a raging fire in there. I don't know what they're doing, but yeah, maybe I'm not using enough charcoal or something. Maybe we but ought to build some propane burners for them. Yeah. Then you would have heat plus smoke. I've actually Maybe. thought about putting a propane burner in mine. Seems a lot simpler to put a moving blanket around the outside and just keep it insulated. Well, what fun is that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what fun is that? We don't get to p- play with something that can uh, send your arm hairs off, right? Well, no, it'll be inside. It won't be that big of a deal. Right. So that was a highlight of my weekend. There was delicious ribs. And it's... I love that thing. Those thing it makes such good ribs. You need to build one, John. It's when, so when, tasty. Did you just have the ribs? No, I had to go buy them. Okay, so that you kind of made the day out of it. Yeah, I don't. I don't have ribs just lying around. I really like smoked meat. I really like it. It's probably my favorite meat, aside from a real good Kentucky Fried Chicken. Man, that crap, that MSG tastes so good. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> but um, but anyway, I. I just can't see myself pampering the smoker and regulating all that. So my brother-in-law got a pellet grill for Christmas, and it's just a small one. And um, it does pretty good. I don't think it's as smoky as ours. Like, I think it's a little bit more mild on the smoke. But, like, he did a brisket over the Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah. And he just turned it on and then he went out and put some pellets in and you know like I guess there is some convenience to just kind of set it and forget it which right. is kind of nice. Well the the I think once maybe twice before the weather got bad that I did it in the fall when I used it it was incredibly simple with this you know with the ugly drum smoker get it up to temp shut the air down to a small where it's just you know not much air going in and it it held temperature for hours like all day long, but it's just when it's cold, it's so hard to get it up. To, yeah. I, I don't know. Maybe there's something that I'm not doing right. Uh, no, it's just, it's harder to keep a temp. There's no insulation. There's nothing to keep that temperature in or keep the cold out. I just think, you know, either you have to insulate it or do something else. You could brick line it. <laughs> I don't think I have enough space in there. That would take all the space up once I did that. You could brick line it in the first half of the barrel to your to your um, your grate. I do think if we ever do get around to building yours, though, that you would be better off building an air supply on both sides rather than on just the one side like mine. Yeah, okay. 
maybe two one inch. I have valves and everything to, to put two one inch ball valves out front. You could still do that big one, but then just have a little one so that you got air on both sides. Yeah. Maybe one day I'll build it. Should. Maybe instead of you guys making me make my own meat, you should invite me over when you make your meat. <laughs> yeah. That's what we'll do. Yeah, that's what everyone's been doing. They've all been smoking meat and inviting me over. You're more than welcome to bring meat and I'll smoke it for you and then I'll eat your meat. Did we... Did <laughs> Eat your smoked meat. <laughs> Seriously, you're like a two-year-old. It's like a fourth grader over there. <laughs> you buy the meat, I'll smoke it, and then we'll enjoy a nice dinner together. <laughs> You're going to wine and dine me, huh? <laughs> oh, John. Uh, sounds great. <laughs> sounds like a plan. So did we talk about the Super Bowl party and the Instant Pot? Yeah, we did. We, did talk we about didn't talk about Instant Pot, I don't think. Because we talked about, last week we talked about GIF and JIF. So for Christmas, we got an Instant Pot, and I'm quickly becoming converted to that as well. That thing can cook some good stuff really fast. Pressure cooker? So Turned it, you into a liar, though. I know it did. I didn't lie. You did, too, lie. I never told you it was... You said you were going to smoke. I never told you it was A smoked, pork butt. <laughs> you told me over and over, I'm going to smoke, smoke a pork butt for pulled pork. And then it was really cold and rainy and snowy, and so I decided to go a different route. And I put it in the, with, in the Instapot with some liquid smoke for about, I think it was about an hour. And I thought it turned out pretty well. Liquid smoke? It did. Yeah. It, it did. It, it tasted good. The smoke was definitely lacking. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't like smoked meat. It wasn't as good as smoked meat. But I thought it was pretty good for an hour's worth of time to just throw it in there, cook it for an hour, and uh, you're done. I wonder if you could do like a, a pork butt, a whole pork butt, smoke it for... You know, two hours because after about two hours, you're not getting any more yeah, smoke into it. And then, and then chuck it in the instant pot. Yeah, it probably, and then finish it off in what an hour, so you could do a yeah, for sure you could do that. Have, <laughs> have you guys heard of the gay rig or, or K rig? What is it? Have you have you heard of that smoker? No, no. So not to get off too crazy, but they there's this smoker. Um, and it's a, it's a chamber. Let me see if I can find it. I think it's called. While you look for that. So I want to tell you what else I cooked in the Instant Pot. So okay. I also went and got a really cheap, they had one of the cheap steaks on sale somewhere, like two bucks a pound or something for some, I can't even remember, but I took that and cut it up, put it in with some onions and some peppers and some taco seasoning and it made the best of a heat of meat. It was delicious. And it only took about. 15 minutes. So. Was it tender? Yeah, it was so tender and so juicy and so good and delicious. And cooked all the way through? Cooked all the way through. Extra flavorful. All that taco meat got pressure cooked right into all the thing. So. Okay, so uh, I'll have to just post a picture of this on Facebook or something. So I'm showing you guys this is the Craig's smoker, right? Looks so cool. Looks like every other smoker. No, looks like a it's submarine. A, it's a pressurized tank, so it's a pressure. Oh. It's a pressure. It's a pressure cooker. Oh, it's a pressure cooker smoker. So okay, so this is really crazy, right? So you're thinking to yourself, how how do I how do you pressure on pressure cook on a on a smoker? So it has a Honda engine on the bottom. It's a five horsepower Honda engine. That Honda engine is lubricated with food grade oil, and it runs off of propane. And the exhaust from the five horse horsepower is what creates the pressure and the heat in the pressure smoker. And then it travels through wood chips and creates smoke inside the chamber. So you can cook like a brisket inside this pressure smoker in like just a couple hours. It's like an Instapot smoker. Huh. Wow. And it gets its heat from the exhaust of a five horsepower Honda motor. The propane doesn't get in there too, or it does and you just deal with it? Well, a lot of smokers, uh, a lot of smokers started out being as propane smokers. Hmm. So you can go buy a propane smoker, the fire burns the wood, right? So 
anyway. I, I've done that on my propane grill a couple of times, smoked stuff. So yeah, but usually the exhaust from that isn't in the chamber, whereas this way. Sure, it is, you're right? cooking. You're cooking yeah. from it. The heat is is the propane burning, right? So it's a clean. It's a clean fuel to burn. It's food grade. <laughs> so when you burn this propane in the in the five horsepower engine, it becomes food grade so heat. so they pipe the exhaust of that motor into the chamber yeah do you have That's any funny. uh lawnmower engines lying around we can build one of these out of no, I see. So that's the thing is they start that when they build this, they're taking a specifically brand new, never been oiled, you know, something that can be food grade, and then they're they're putting a food grade lubricant in in the crankcase, so everything is food grade, and I'm assuming you're probably going to have to change the oil pretty often. Yeah, in it. I would think that that any food grade oil is going to break down really quick. So I now thought that, you guys took two hours to smoke anyway. And you're saying this takes two hours. How is that No, faster? smoking takes, like, for instance, to smoke ribs, it takes six to eight hours. Mm. When in, so I can do ribs in about five. Uh, pork butt takes eight hours. Brisket takes 18 hours. Well, Ooh. like 14 to 18 hours. Yeah. So if you can do a brisket in two hours in this thing, that's incredible. Mm. So now they're making these Krig smokers with five chambers on them. So, like, you know, big... But they're smoking meat in, in, like they're doing ribs in like an hour. They're doing pork butts in like two hours. Briskets in like four hours. Like it's amazing. Pretty soon they're gonna have this little contraption that goes through. It's got a microwave and a, and a pressure cooker <laughs> and a smoker and a little conveyor belt takes it from chamber to chamber and gives smartphone it, app. Right, gives it the right amount of whatever it needs at the right time, and you come out with this beautiful brisket in fifteen minutes, and you're done. So if anybody want to look it up, it's Krig Smoker, K-R-I-G-G-S Smoker. I looked on their webpage. I can't remember. I think it's right around thousand bucks. Thousand bucks. I can't remember. And that's just for a single single chamber. How does that compare to a non-pressure cooker one? It depends. I mean, pellet feds or same size five six hundred. Yeah. Probably, probably that. So you're probably looking at five, six hundred. So it's only marginally more expensive. Well, you can buy pellet grills for thousand, thirteen hundred. Oh, I mean, you can buy pellet grills for same size though. Uh, no, that size is probably comparable to like a three, four hundred dollar model, four, oh, four, so five hundred dollar model. Then. <clears throat> yeah, hmm. I just wonder how what the maintenance on that is. It sounds complicated and hard to maintain. Well, it's a lawnmower, overhead valve motor. It shouldn't be too hard. I mean, changing the oil in it. I don't know what the duty cycle is on the oil, but with it being propane, you know, you don't have to worry about gas or anything. You're just hooking up a propane, you know, cylinder to it. Yeah, that's true. So uh, changing the oil on it's probably not any harder than cleaning out everything else. I don't know. Hmm. That's cool, though. But I'm really excited for the weather to get better so I can smoke better. Yes. You only want to smoke when it's nice outside? Yep. Hmm. Just makes it easier. So I was watching a I was watching the YouTube on some gun stuff and the guy was like, Let's smoke some pot and he shot a clay pot and I said, That's funny. (laughs) 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 Well played, Mr. (laughs) Gun Shooter Guy. (laughs) Well played. Yeah, I don't think uh Pot and guns would go well together. That's probably not something you want to do. Probably correct. But it's whenever you say I'm going to smoke something, it's, it's like illegal to profess, uh, under possess the uh, under, you know, while you're under the influence. So yeah, it's funny. What about um, throwing axes under the influence? Um, probably not a good idea. But I don't know if it's illegal. Yeah, I don't know what the rules on that are. We should go throw axes. Let's go throw axes. John? I think it's a great idea. Don't you know a place where we can go throw axes? I I know where I've been told other people go. Where's that? Over by Fashion Place Mall. Wouldn't that be a fun activity for us to do as a podcast? Yeah. Invite some friends. Go check axes. I'm in. It's not, it's not, I mean, it's pretty reasonable. It's just a couple dollars more than going and watching a movie, right? Yep. 15 yeah. bucks for an hour. So there we go. There's our next podcast activity. And I don't think I get in trouble for going to Axe Throw. 
by the way, if I went to a movie, I might. They do prohibit alcoholic beverages there, so you cannot throw axes under the influence. Hmm. Well, there for their liability limiting. I don't know what the law is though on that. I'd be curious. If you show up drunk, I'm sure they're not going to let you throw. That's what they say. If it's detectable, I'm sure they won't let you throw axes. That's what I mean. I know their establishment. That's totally fine. But I just wonder in general. Not that it matters. Not a good idea. So when do we want to do this? Mm. Next week? Week after? I say we go two weeks out. Two weeks? Two weeks out. (coughs) What's the name of this place again? Axe World or something like that, or Axe X Alley, wasn't it? Axe, Axe Arena. Axe Arena. Actually, I think it is Axe Arena. And where is it? Murray. Well, I don't know. Fifty something south in state. It's right by Fashion Place Mall. Yeah, let's let's do this a couple weeks out. Let's find out who wants to go. So let's say what's two weeks from today. I'm looking at it right now. I was just trying to look up the details of the place too, because this is kind of thrown together on the you know just on the spur of the moment. So yeah. the two weeks would be March seventh. That's a Thursday? Oh, sorry. Uh, Wednesday? So, what day works? So Pretty Boy, mm-hmm. Queen of All Queens. It would be Wednesday. What day works you. for you? The 6th. Okay. Wednesday the 6th. So yeah. I have soccer practice till 6, so it would have to be 6.30 at the earliest. Yeah, that's fine. And if we if we go the back way from our house, Winchester and all that, we should be able to avoid most traffic. I don't know where anybody else would be coming from, but we should be able to get there without getting hammered. So what we need is a count. Yes, we need a count. We need to figure out how many people want to go. I would like to call ahead and make sure that they can accommodate us. Make some arrangements. Yeah. So, so by next week, if you want to go, let us know. We'll so do some, we can call in and get things arranged. Do some um, dinner afterwards. Do some dinner afterwards. It's uh, Maybe we should do dinner first. Well, if you have to be... Because I would rather oh. be late for dinner. Because I'll probably have to run Ethan home. I don't know. If, I don't know what their policy is on kids at the axe throwing. I'm place, pretty sure they can go. Signed consent form by a parent. All right. So we'll, we'll find out. Let's say we could do dinner first. Okay. So let's just right now we'll say Wednesday the sixth that evening. If you can go, let us know. And uh, by next week, we'll announce all the details and times and everything that we're doing. Um, and it's fifteen dollars an hour, right? Yes. To go, or the other option is if we have a big group, possibly have to do the group rate, which is thirty-five dollars per person, and you get two and a half to three hours, and an instructor to teach. And you an instructor, so but I, that might be too steep. I don't know. Yeah, I, let's keep it simple first. So let's shoot for just the fifteen dollars an hour first. So let us know if you want to go. We'll get all the details together, timing and everything, and uh, yeah, that'll be fun. I want a bow shoot, too, so be thinking about that, Dustin. Uh, you know, I don't bow shoot anymore. Do you have and a bow? You I may, do. You may not, but I think it'd be fun to go to some range where they, you can rent a bow and fire some arrows. My shoulder is too messed up to pull back my bow anymore. Shoot left I could help you. I'll just stand on your back and just kind of... This ain't golf. Try. This ain't... It's all <laughs> in this. It's stand all behind. in this. It's so one thing I never want to happen. Mm-hmm. So I watched this thing on YouTube and... Uh, <laughs> Another thing on YouTube? Yeah. It was uh, Japanese archery and they have, I guess, the longest bows in the world and they're like eight feet long or something like that. Are and they called long bows? <laughs> They're freaking long, but they're different than the longbow because the longbow, they typically knock at at the center of the bow, at least from what I've seen. But they were showing the physics. Well, they all hold the bow at the bottom third, (coughs) so pretty low down. And when they pull it back, it makes this kind of, you know the shape on Destiny 2 with the purple squiggly things in the forge? Yeah, I know exactly the purple squiggly things. They buff your weapon. And make make the shader all crazy. You're the one that told me about them. Uh, well, okay, I know what you're talking the about. The slug now. looking right, thing, right? right. Well, it kind of makes that shape. Anyway, apparently, when the bow is released, it does a vibration, and if they hold it there, the vibrations c- like reduce by some crazy amount. But that was I thought that was interesting. Different bow type. Hmm. The things that you come up with, man, dude. I 
know a lot about everything. <laughs> you know a little bit <laughs> about everything. Yeah, that's probably true. You know of things. <laughs> <laughs> you know of a lot of things. Uh, yeah, you. I think you'd be interested in that, though, Dustin. Just I shot archery all my life until just a couple of years ago. Did you already? Have you already done? Did you already know about the Japanese style and all that, or is no, that? But you? who shoots? Where are you going to get a Japanese style bow? You're not going to make it yourself. Oh no, no, no! I would. I probably would not be able to shoot that. I'm just saying. I, I mean, shoot a modern day compound. Straight out of have like bows for kids that you could use with your shoulder. <coughs> did I tell you about the slingshot bow that I? saw on youtube as well recently no so this guy takes a slingshot from walmart cheap piece of crap right like 10 bucks 20 bucks max he grabs the what do you call the thing that has uh hairs in it in the circle and it has a little spot where you could put your arrow the in arrow it. rest yeah an arrow so he buys an arrow it's called a whisker biscuit if yeah you want to be technical yeah that's what he called it he, he bought a whisker biscuit he zip tied it onto his slingshot and then he dropped the arrow in. Oh, he cut the back of the arrow off and put in a, a golf tee so that he'd have something for his slingshot easier to hold than the little two things from the stock it's arrow. It's called a knock? Yeah, the knock. I couldn't remember if the knock was on the bowstring or if it was on the back of the arrow. The knock is on the, on the string. back of the arrow. It's on the back of the arrow. So he replaced the knock with a golf tee so he could get more purchase yeah, on but it. But that would make the arrow fly horribly if it's on the actual arrow. The knock? If he put the golf tee on the arrow. No, no, no. He put it. He it, shoved the golf tee in the back of the arrow. The back of the arrow is oh. uh, hollow, so the knocks are removable. They yeah. used to have to glue on, but now they're removable. So it, there's a hole that he probably just put the golf tee right in. Oh, okay. Fit. That makes more sense. So yeah. Okay. So then he dropped the arrow in. I guess it's super cheap and really accurate, and I thought that was pretty cool, too. You should build one. Yeah, build it's one. It's super cheap. It's like 40 bucks. I have a whisker biscuit you could probably have. So I just it's need the to buy the world's worst arrow arrow rest. Is I have really? some I have some arrows too. You can have. <laughs> I can hook you up. That's funny. I do think it'd be fun to arrow shoot though. But if you can't because your shoulder, that sucks. It's called archery. It's not called arrow shooting. I call it arrow shooting. <laughs> 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 that curvy thing with the string. Arch- oh yeah, archery. That thing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I go bullet shooting. I like bullet shooting. Yeah, so back to the axes, though. Um, everyone that's been there has positively reviewed it. So I think that'd be fun. Sounds like fun. A new uh, skill for our zombie apocalypse uh, training. Absolutely. That's required. Because, yeah, I mean, what works better than an axe to the face of a zombie, right? Especially if you can do it from 20 feet away. That'd be pretty cool. So not to change the subject, but... Go ahead. This kind of this kind of goes go. along with zombie apocalypse. It just made me think about it. You guys, we're having all these earthquakes, right? Yeah. What's, what's up, up with, that? with that? I don't really think the big one's on the way. I oh. mean, if it does come, then we're totally effed. So I'm going today to replace. I'm going home today. I'm going to change out all my water in my water storage. Oh yeah, because if it does hit the fan, that would be good to have right now. Yeah, because I I've been lacking on swapping but out my water. Apparently, we have hundreds of earthquakes every year. From what I read. But the last couple in Harriman were nasty, I hear. We had another one yesterday. They weren't nasty. They were like 3.7 and 3.2. for our valley, that's significant, I was told. And we had another one yesterday in Fillmore. Yeah, where, but I, if you go look. Where is Fillmore? 100 miles south. Okay. So if, if anything, let me give you this little statistics because I'm on actually on the emergency preparedness committee for um, my neighborhood and I had to do this emergency preparedness thing for, for city resources because they, Oh, Hey, you work for a city. You should be able to find this resources out. So I got assigned to get with the city of West Jordan to find out some, some information, right? So get this West Jordan has eight water tanks that service West Jordan. The lucky thing is they're all gravity fed. So they'll refill without power, right? Um, those tanks in West Jordan are filled and refilled every day two times. So they're drained and then refilled two times a day from all the population, right? So if the water supply gets off, gets out of those tanks, there's enough water in that tank for half of a day. So if a major main breaks and empties those tanks, there won't be any water 
now there's a lot of places like South Jordan, their tanks aren't gravity fed. So they require electricity to fill those tanks. Are they bigger? No. Everybody has this water problem. A lot of places have this water problem. If the power's cut out because of infrastructure issues, their water just won't even work. They won't even, they'll instantly get no water. So if anything, you prepare more than anything else, it's water storage is what you should do. Well, I've talked about this before when we talked about intermittent fasting. And so I'm much less concerned about food. I know that we can easily fast for three days. If if it came to that, we could easily well, do yeah, that. Well, yeah, water, water you can. You need water. So if anything, <clears throat> you should have good water storage Agreed. prepared. Agreed. I bought that thing from Costco. It's like 200 and something gallons. 250 gallons. Yeah, I think so. It's empty. It's in your basement. It's totally empty in if my your basement. your house collapses, it won't do you any oh, good, you even if it was it. full. I know. But my concern is if I filled it, because the floor in that room that you saw it in is not level, that it would possibly bend the plastic and cause a problem under the weight of the water. Those tanks are made to be okay. And if you really worry about it, get a pallet and shim it. And shim it. Yeah, that's a good idea. But it doesn't really matter because your tank's empty and it's in your basement. So even if you <laughs> filled it up in your basement, in your house collapse, you wouldn't be able to get to it. I know, but if my house collapsed, I'd have a lot of problems. In addition to no water. <laughs> well, a lot of good that tank's doing you. Where's I, your tank? I have uh, I have five-gallon tanks, and I have them in the... Um, Shed? No, I have them in my coat closet at the front door. So even if my house did collapse, or I would... You could dig them out? I, it would be fairly easy to dig out. And then I have two, uh, two 35-gallon tanks in my shed so do you guys have earthquake insurance no do you yes how do you afford it it's not that expensive no those add-ons are typically like five bucks a month or something they're pretty small maybe i need to change i would go yeah no maybe i do have earthquake insurance maybe it's flood insurance i don't have most people don't have flood and earthquake insurance are not included in your standard homeowner's policy they are both add-ons yeah they're both really cheap well, the earthquake was, it's not, not cheap, super cheap, but it's not pretty cheap. super expensive either. I it's think it's like it, 60 bucks a year or even no, if I it's think a, mine was more than that. It's like 60 bucks a month. I think mine really? was about it's more than that. No way. Yeah. Mine was about 20 bucks a month, hmm. but still, I don't know. I would recommend Maybe it's because of the type of house we have and different than your house. Oh yeah. It might be. Maybe you're on some kind of dangerous sinkhole that's going to collapse to the no my house is my house is reinforced brick reinforced masonry and you're just a you're a all wood house yeah something to consider is that when hurricane ivan hit and i was in florida people had insurance and the insurance companies went bankrupt and you know i guess the government steps in and covers some of that possibly but most people's houses that had insurance for hurricanes, because why wouldn't you in in the Panhandle? They were blue tarped for months, in some cases longer than that. So, if we did have earthquake insurance, I mean, it's better than not for sure. But you got to think. Well, yeah, you're not moving the, back into your house immediately, no matter the, what. Does the insurance company have the money to compensate you, and will they go belly up in the in the event that? 50 billion people are are trying to claim earthquake insurance at the same time and all that. I guess it depends on who your insurance is, right? You're going yeah. with a little local company who all the people they insure live in Salt Lake Valley, then maybe. The, uh, if you go with a big national company who a small percentage of their clients live in Utah, it's probably not that big a deal. Spread the load. Something to think about. The statistics of survivability of Salt Lake City is very very poor in yeah. in a seven yeah like the is. whole the whole valley is just going to be shut down without services so yeah it's it's supposed to turn the ground into liquid it's supposed to liquefy only in certain spots i know we're in a good spot you, you know yeah, we're not we in are, a, we're, we're not on in the liquefaction bench area. yeah we're on the bench we're in a better zone we're not in a great zone but that but whole murray area where the oh, yeah. west jordan or the jordan river flows through yep. like there's big liquefaction problems there yep 
And we, then we're we're ending this podcast on a happy note here. <laughs> <laughs> we're all gonna die. Salt Lake City is mostly unreinforced masonry, so most of the buildings in Salt Lake City will actually just crumble to the ground because they haven't been retrofitted, which is super dangerous. Yeah. So if it happens in the middle of the night, like the death toll for the middle of the night comparative to daytime, would be nuts. It's crazy. Yeah. Because they're all in bed sleeping. Yeah. Yep. Happy, happy, joy, joy. Yeah, there you go. Zombie go, apocalypse. So go get uh, water and earthquake insurance. There's our, our advice from your RG, RT pals here at the podcast. And a pressure cooker. And a pressure cooker because they're <laughs> awesome. I can't wait to try some. And a hot tub. This weekend. And I can cut down yeah. trees in the neighborhood for days and smoke meat. Like, I'll just find the neighbors. Where get the meat? My neighbor's dogs. There's lots of dogs <laughs> in the neighborhood. <laughs> oh, that's wow. Did you, he went there. <laughs> Do you guys remember what Terminus was from The Walking Dead? Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully we never get to that yeah, point. let's not get there. <laughs> Is that the city with the mayor? No. No. I'll tell you after the podcast. I don't want to spoil it just in case there is somebody. Like my brother-in-law who just decided like a couple of weeks ago to watch Walking Dead and he's binged through eight seasons. Wow. Yeah. Nice. Wow. Like in a month they've been through it. like eight seasons. That's probably the way to do it because then you remember everything that happens. And, yeah. And, uh, well, he comes to me and he's like, can you, I'm at this point and I'm like, huh? I don't even remember. So that's yeah. kind of funny. We're at an hour just about. All right. You guys have anything else to add to our podcast no i think the uh, the axe throwing thing would be a lot of fun though if you yeah. listen and and are at all interested try and make that happen i think it'd be fun head it up head it up you are the head you are yeah, the person that found this. this you're in charge of this activity that's fine so let us know by next week and next week we will give you the details um on what we're doing exactly and it should be a good time cool axe chucking Chuck some axes. Gimli. I think it's funny they call them axe chucking or axes because they're short handled for sure. They're like max two foot long handle, not the three foot hatchet. or four foot. They're they're just barely bigger than a hatchet, which I find amusing. So whoever wins gets to be Gimli. It's certainly not a Gimli axe, um, but yes, whoever wins gets the title uh, Gimli the winner. Emily, the the dwarf king, and then if we go uh, arrow shooting with Dustin, <laughs> Dustin doesn't arrow shoot. <laughs> whoever whoever, whoever does the best gets to be Legolas, the king archer. Nice. So, and you can have that title in Destiny running around. And then we'll if we go, call you that. And then if we go gun shooting, whoever wins that will be Thug Life. Uh, ice tea, ice tea number one. <laughs> ice cube, ice, ice tea. You get the total. You get the uh, RGRT money. That's funny, but that's something you could do still now, even with your shoulder. So the only one you can't really do is archery. So my bow is at seventy, set at seventy pounds, and I have a slap tear in my shoulder, and so it doesn't dislocate, but the ball separates from the cup because there's a, a, a ligament called the lathium that's torn. And so when I shoot left-handed, it's, can you play golf left-handed? Can you bat left-handed? If I practice kind of the same thing. Wait, hold on. First off, first off, I don't have a, I don't have a left-handed bow. How'd you get that slap tear? (laughs) The second, second thing is I don't have, first thing is I don't have a left-handed bow. Second is yes, I can shoot left-handed. I'm just not as good. I mean, I'm kind of ambidextrous because I am left-handed, but I shoot right-handed. You'd probably be on par with us, left-handed. <laughs> You'd probably know. still be better than it me. It might still pop my shoulder out holding, <laughs> holding a bow out, side. extended like that. Because right now I hold straight with my left hand out, and right. I pull with the string back with my right, right hand. And I've always had problems with my shoulder, but if I hold my, yeah, I don't know if that would work. Are either. you sure that you mm. don't want me to stand behind you and, and help? I definitely don't. Back. I definitely don't want you standing anywhere near me. With what Scott said was a reach around. I definitely, definitely, <laughs> definitely, definitely don't want anything to do with that at all. And the hot tub's uh, still out? <laughs> the hot tub is still out. <laughs> okay. 
Okay. I, th- I think that's a good place to leave this episode right here. So thanks for tuning in. Uh, I'm your host, Scott. We're here with Dustin. Goodbye. Farewell. Afidas ain't to you. And John. See ya. <laughs> After all that talk about doing better, that's what you got? I didn't have that talk. That was well. Dustin. I'm perfectly content with my intro and outro. All right. Well, we're out. May the force be with you. Bye. Oh, uh, I forgot to cue up (laughs) outro music. Here you go. Thanks again for joining us on this week's podcast. You can find more episodes, show notes, and links at our website at www.regularguysrandomthings.com. You can also find us on all the social media platforms like Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. If you enjoyed this week's podcast, please like, comment, and subscribe on your podcast platform of choice. Once again, thanks for listening, and catch us next week for a brand new episode. So I had a discussion this week with Tim about GIF and JIF, and he called everyone who says uh, JIF an idiot. And so I said, I agree, except for my family. And so then he (laughs) made some lippy comment, and he said, I'm going to go ask my son. And he came back, and he's like, damn it. (laughs) His kid called it JIF, and then he's like, my son said, Dad, why are you getting so mad about it? (laughs) That's awesome. So, yeah, see it.